There we go. I should have hit record already. Anyway. You're recording bad, me eating. Baby. Huh? You're recording me eating. Who cares? I'm just saying. Whatever. Anyway, it um, it's known that we do. It is known to us. True. <laughs> Natural thing. So, I guess, I don't know, I guess, you. what do you want to talk about? We're side by side. Like, we're talking. It's a okay. conversation. We can okay. talk about whatever, shit. Um, I'm just excited. I'm just happy that we're here, shit. So, hang on. So, at the top. COVID free and shit. There is, okay, so at the top, if you full screen, there's speaker view. Yep. Um, and then yeah, we're cycling. Gal- and there's, ga- there's gallery. So, gallery is the one that you wanted, right? Gallery is the one that will allow you to see side by side uh or it should no we need to get out of gallery view right now because it's doing that dumb shit it's bouncing back between our faces now we're in speaker view and this is cool it's just highlighting right now who's who's talking who's saying shit so this recording should record our zoom as it is on my screen okay cool I'm, i'm gonna go see uh, when I go to full screen, it's the same. It's got me here talking my shit, then it's got you over there eating, eating your shit. Uh huh. So, um, <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, you sound great. I know I do. Um, <laughs> the fuck out of here. I don't know. I just you sound down in the dumps. No, dude. Oh, man. <laughs> I'm gonna beat up over here. The fuck? Well, no, I'm just saying, like, it, it, I guess to me, it, I guess I, I find it interesting that, that, that I guess given this whole like coronavirus thing, that there's like a bunch of different like viewpoints on certain aspects of how to do certain things. And, but I've also noticed that there's a huge drop in like how a lot of these businesses are like dealing with efficiency and it's terrible to the point where it, it they're just you're by, by dealing with the CDC guidelines and doing it the way that they're suggesting it, which I'm not saying to not do, I'm saying to do that. Um, you also give up a lot of your ability as an organization to also deal with how efficient and how fast are you going to get your customers through their lines? And like, I think you and I realized that this morning when I was, um, I got into the line for Ikea and I realized, oh wait, it's an hour and 45 minutes and I called you and you were like, yeah, no, that's no, not that. I was like, motherfucker, you don't need to be in any queues of any kind until this shit gets better. And they ain't about to be into 2029, motherfucker. So you ain't sitting in nobody's fucking line, bro. And them COVID, I call them COVID pileups. Fuck that shit. <laughs> Damn that, bro. Mm-mm. I got things to do. I got shit to look forward to. I got Ghost of Tsushima to play. Yeah, I, no, I really have to play that. That's I'm, I'm I mean, addicted. I'm, I'm, I'm addicted. Just, I'm, I'm literally just trying to get home alive so I can play some more Ghost. <laughs> I'm so that's, addicted. That's the um, story of my quarantine. Fuck that. I'm pretty sure it's the story I mean, of a I, bunch of people's different quarantines that's how um, it, is. it is perfect yeah. <laughs> um yeah it's just it's it, i don't know it's really interesting because i think 
I think there are some organizations that do it really well. Like, for example, like Best Buy. I don't know. I mean, the last time I think you and I went into a Best Buy was last year. So mm-hmm. I think. What were we getting? Um, I don't remember. We were getting something for. Oh, no, no. It was my TV. Oh, it was my TV. Yeah, yeah. Um, but just, I, I, I don't know. I, I remember kind of like going through Best Buy and it's kind of the normalcy where you don't really have an issue and, or, or a care about kind of distancing and how far certain people are and that sort of kind of mentality. Well, excuse me, whereas nowadays, um, I think people are so focused on the distancing and, and that sort of thing that I think a lot of the companies are also not paying attention to, well, okay, if people can't come into the store and you can't stand, you should stand six feet apart and all that kind of stuff, like all the positive aspects of what we're dealing with, how do you do that and also make your organization efficient? Meaning how do you get people through their lines? How do you not have people waiting? And one of the things that a lot of organizations are realizing is, oh, wait, they're still standing in line. It does it, it hasn't, that aspect hasn't gone away. And I just, I find that very interesting. I see what you mean. Um, so this is what I was saying, like back in March and April, when all of this shit at first went down, um, when our lives changed for forever, I was looking at those lines outside of Ralph's. And I was like, okay, there's less people inside because they're trying to avoid the pileups of people. By creating a pile of people in this long ass line. Right. So it kind of defeated its purpose in that sense. There's a, you know, and I say this shit all of the time, there's going to be a cosmic cost to everything. And so far, when it comes to efficiency, that's going to go out of the window because we noticed even before the pandemic right. went down, right? Ain't nobody got no employees. Right. You know, like, remember back in the 90s, you might not remember it too well, but um, yeah, there used to be employees inside of places like at banks. Every teller box had a person in it. Right. So now it's every other person. Or now I think, I, I mean, I haven't been inside a bank in, well, since all this started, but at least like, for example, at Ikea or at Best Buy or whatever, like now, um it's every other person and it's, and it's, it's, you know, it's, and, it's, and every, it's cases, every three stalls or whatever. In some cases worse, right? Because now, right. Because now it's even less people and even more distance between them. Understandably. So obviously, um, given our current times like this era, but, um, like I said, the bank, hell, if you go to any bank, us bank, like if you walk inside yeah. on any given day on like a Friday afternoon, everyone's trying to cast that check. It's a line, a long ass line. And this was right. before the pandemic. Touché. And it was like two employees there mm-hmm. already. Right. And, you know, and that wasn't, in, and that wasn't with regard to any kind of social right. distancing protocol. That was right. just, right. That was just a workplace normalcy. efficiency bullshit. Right. Mm-hmm. That was normal mm-hmm. already. Mm-hmm. So I guess one of the things that I find very interesting is that, yes, the efficiency has gone down for that very reason of dealing with, the coronavirus and the six feet apart and making sure that you're following those guidelines, which every organization should be. Sure. But I think like, and the reason I brought up Best Buy originally was because Best Buy did something that was very interesting where they did curbside pickup 
or order from your app or stuff like that. So even though you couldn't go in the store, there was still, there was still a sense of like, I guess as normal as you can make it, meaning like you could still go into the shop, you can still, um, you can still do returns, you can still do everything you normally would do, but it's all kind of more of, I guess as I like to describe it, kind of like the old school drive-in movies. Mm-hmm. You drive into the movie theater and you watch the movie. Well, in this case, you drive into the Best Buy and you pick up your shit or drop off or do a return or whatever. So it's interesting how some organizations have adapted to be able to kind of do those things. And then there are some that are just like, here, stand in this long ass line that's not, that doesn't really do any different than if we told you to just all go in the store all at once, but whatever. Schmoshel schmish machine. Right, exactly. <laughs> Yo, I went to a drive in movie once, right? Dad took us, me, Chuck, mom, and uh, man, I gotta tell you, that shit was whack. This is why. It was the movie we watched. We watched the first Hulk. It was the first one. Well, there's a scene there when he's fighting poodles and shit. Right. Giant poodles. Right. It was dark the whole time. Similar to how it was dark in the Battle of the Bastards. Not the, not, no, not the Battle of the Bastards in Thrones, but the other battle, like the, you know, the final showdown mm-hmm. when the White Walkers and shit came. Jon right. Snow himself couldn't be seen. Right. It was all black and stark. Right. Well, well it's that setting the mood, scene, so to speak. Yeah. Yeah. So we were watching this in one to watch something like that. When we did, I mean, the first Hulk came out in the early 2000s, I want to say. Uh, oh, three. Three? Okay. I think. It, uh, that shit was not optimized, man, for outdoors viewing, like the screen itself, the projector, nothing. And we were watching this shit at night at the drive-thru. So you had nighttime, it was twilight, then nothing was illuminating the screen but the screen itself. The screen was weak as fuck. And I'm watching this fight scene between the Hulk and two poodles and like, a, you know, like a, right. a, be- a right. beagle or something. Right. And I couldn't see shit <laughs> the whole well, time. I mean, that's, 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 that's technological advances and things like that. Absolutely. But like, yeah. I just, I guess I find it interesting that like some people can adapt to the change in the norm very easily and some can't. Yeah, um, I can't see your face right now too. Yeah, I know. I know. I'm finishing eating and I'd rather not the rest of the world see my ass eat for 20 minutes. So, you know. I'm just making sure I wasn't a technical difficulty. No, no, no. Um, I, I mean, look, I th- I think it it is the new social norm and it is the new and going to continue evolve um, kind of way we're going to do things moving forward. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Um, but I do think that I do think that, that there are certain people who kind of get it and go, oh, wait, I should, I should stay six feet apart. I should do all of these things. And there's a lot of people who 
say, oh, no, it's my First Amendment right to. Uh, bro, I was about to know, say that shit. These motherfuckers, man, with their flags I mean, look, and I, their patriots. Get your, get your they're bitch ass. They're not wrong. Bro. They're, te- they're technically correct, however. Yeah, but get them the, the fuck cir- out of here. Given the circumstance, it's kind of stupid to say. Motherfuckers, we're trying to live out here. Like, right. we're trying to survive. Fuck your motherfucking. There's my. Mm. It's my rights and my liberties to right. just be able to bring myself and my entitlement right. into the store. Or if you be on capacity, or, I'm here or, to get angel soft toilet paper in bulk. And that's what I came to do. And that's what I'm going to do. You're going to let me in without a mask. You're going to let me in without a mask. I have rights. Shut your bitch ass up. I mean, Yes, but they're also gross misunderstanding the right. level of what that is. Like, yes, you have the right to say what's on your mind, but also like point, the I'm world, like, the world's not going to fucking like listen too. to you. Like, yeah, like, bitch, I'm trying to keep your like, bitch ass alive too, and I shouldn't even care too much. But I, mean, most, I can't have you out here uh, breathing your droplets down anyone else's necks. People I mean, who might deserve to still be here when the shit's yeah. all said and done. Most of the time, this is all I hear. Awesome. <laughs> that miracle fucking. Where you yeah. just hear, you just hear awesome. You're just like, oh my bro. God, dude. I'm telling you, man. Like, I get up to the front without a mask on, and them motherfucker, like, they be having sentinels out front. Like, nope. We don't believe you. You need more people. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> well, it's just like, I, I look. I get it. Everyone's entitled to their own opinion. They're entitled to believe and do and live however they choose. However, I'm entitled to shut the fuck up. And get however, bullshit. However, yes, it affects my life and the other lives of people that I either care about or that are around me. Exactly. You can kiss my ass. Exactly. <laughs> like, yep. It, I just I don't get it. That um, yeah, it just it blows my, my mind. You like you about to, <laughs> you about to. Uh, let your U.S. history course get you killed out here? Right. So, yeah, well, man. yeah. I mean, again, to me, it's like it's the people that get it, the people that don't, the people that are willing to follow the rules, the people that don't, and the organizations that are also willing to adapt and, and expand on different ways of kind of dealing with the efficiency and, and how to do things and how to not have people wait in line and stuff like that. But, What's hilarious is like it's not even about their survival. Like, <laughs> no, it's about no, it's about I, the company's dollar. That's what it is. They're on some uh, kamikaze shit already, so it's like, Lord, they're not too concerned about their survival. I mean, about to accelerate you, their demise. All right, keep on. I mean, you really think IKEA didn't know that? Oh wait, when we open back up, we're gonna have a shit ton of people who uh, are now working from home and want to upgrade their house and make it more. You oh know, yeah, like you know that kind of stuff. Like I know that, that are those are like, all the people that are going to those kind of stores. It's like people because were they're working to, at home. They they have the time. Well, shit, to, or just at home and got disposable right, income. Right, you know, absolutely. So Either or, it doesn't matter. You know, they've been putting shit off. You know, home improvements. I mean, a lot of cats have had to put that off for years. I was talking to my oh. dad about it. Right. I was like, yeah. And now, and now they have the opportunity to do so. Yeah, like he was like, man, I got a buddy of mine, his neighbor, was trying to. Uh, do some shit to his house for the last eight years, but you know how life goes. It never stops when you're on that nine to five hamster wheel, just hamster wheel shit, just on this hamster wheel. And for the first time in modern human history, um, at least as far as I know, got off of the hamster wheel. Everybody did. Wheel got knocked the fuck over.
No, I mean, I... Okay, there you go. What? What happened? No, you were just probably just thinking. Uh, yeah, probably. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I was, I was trying to decide what the hell I wanted to say. You know, it's not like... Whatever. Fuck you. Um, <laughs> look, I... I don't know. To me, I think that there's there are certain areas where we've done really well and then there are certain areas where we've done really poorly and i think that i think that the fact that 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 people like your dad are able to go out and do those home improvement projects and and really kind of do the things that they've either always wanted to do or haven't had the time or whatever that given circumstance may be um it's nice that people have that ability to go and do those things however um it becomes a nightmare when you have 60 people in the line who all went out and bought shit and now need to return it and are standing Man, there for an hour and 45 minutes i can't stand people in return lines by the way that shit irks me well, return lines suck anyway well my thing about it is i'm like man it's a like it's a line full of motherfuckers who are pull, just poorly. What I see is the poorly informed line, the under researched line. That's what the fuck a return line is to me. Whenever I see a bunch of goofy looking motherfuckers with that dude, like that boo boo the food face, and they sitting there with the like a big box of some shit that wasn't right. what they thought it was gonna be. Right. And that shit. And I'm like, and y'all deserve to be in this giant ass line mm-hmm. of, of returns. Like I'm the kind of person that by the time I pull the trigger on some shit. Mm-hmm. I damn sure I want that. Right. I'm not right. bringing it back unless right. it's literally defective, and that doesn't happen right. often. Right. You and I mean, that's that's <laughs> also depending on what you're purchasing, too. I mean, like, Ikea would be a very different purchase than if you went to Best Buy. However, yeah. yes, same concept. If, you, same concept. if you're going to buy it and you, and you want to, you know, use it, like, and, you know, I, I would, like, I don't know, especially now, if I'm going to Ikea, like, I'm going to measure my space. I'm yeah. going to make sure that I have... All the right things versus taking it and trying it and then going, oh, wait, it's like three times too small or or whatever. Ain't looked at not a nair, not a one review, nowhere. All the technology, bro, you can survey, like you can measure your whole shit with your cell phone, with your motherfucking Right, right. You lazy fucks didn't do it. Right. Sitting in this COVID. Right. COVID-19 pileup. Right. At the returns line. Right. Fucking dummy. Mm -hmm. You can just be at the crib chilling with your shit. Laid out the way that you wanted that shit to like be laid out, the way you yeah. need to be. These yeah. unnecessary, unmitigated risks that these motherfuckers are taking drives me nuts. I've always had that beef with the return line and all of those return line motherfuckers. And that's it's always I, the return line. <laughs> it's always the return line. Like a lot of things, the return lines that's fucking people over. A lot of situations that I see people in is just more indicative of their whole personality. Like there's a return line type. <laughs> I mean. Well, they always return to some shit. They never yeah. do research. They never do that sort of thing. Now, yeah. of course, the, like there are some people with legitimate issues. Like, absolutely, absolutely. Blood, so I'm in this line. You feel me? Absolutely, right. Everybody absolutely. else, it's a whole type. Like, right, it's a whole personality type. Right. <laughs> you know, like the one bitch who, uh, her personality is pizza. Oh yes. You know mm-hmm. what I'm talking about? Yeah. Yeah, like her whole personality is like her dietary choice. <laughs> yeah, where, where you're just like, oh, fantastic. okay. Yep, eyes glazed over already. Right, gonna like, get great. Moonwalk the fuck about here right now. Her personality right. is pizza. This cool. is great. This so is perfect. Good. This is cool. 
Yep. Just um, <laughs> so what was yeah. your opinion about those little the uh, what efficiency of like a, a grocery store or whatever? And like, what kind of ideas of cues or grocery store bubbles would you recommend? If anything I mean, at all, and then we can stop talking about this fucking. Yeah. No. No. I mean. I mean. Like, shit. I mean. Like. I don't know. To me, it it, it all depends on. It depends on a couple different factors, but the biggest one realistically is what type of an organization you're looking at. So a grocery store is very different than a retailer. And then you have technology retailers and then you have, you know, like a place like Best Buy versus a place like Target or, you know what I mean? So grocery stores and like ground zero for this. That's probably most critical. No, 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 absolutely. So one of the things that I think like that, that grocery stores I think tried to do and I think failed miserably is they tried to keep account of how many people were in their stores at a given time. Um, one of the things that Amazon uh, fresh stores do, I believe, I believe there's one in Seattle. I can actually check um, that um, that store um, actually has cameras um, all throughout. So as people walk in and out and as people come into the store, not only does it track what you buy and what you've actually picked up and put into your cart or put back for that matter, but it also tracks how many people are in the store at a given time, where they are, what aisles they're at and all that kind of stuff. And then they at that point can then gauge how many more people are we allowed letting in? What's our capacity? Are we limiting of all those things? So I think technology like that um, I think for a lot of organizations is, is kind of out of reach, but I think moving forward as kind of the coronavirus and all these things continue, um, I think that more and more of these um, kind of Amazon-centric um, ideas um, for how to do certain things will trickle down into like standard retail operations, standard um, grocery stores, things like that, because it, it's it, it is computerized and it's AI driven, but it's also allowing you to either have less people in the store at, the, at a given time, maybe have less associates. Um, a lot of these things um, kind of play into that scenario, and and I will say that, and I'll try and find that article that Amazon Fresh. Um, stores were actually doing really well, um, given all of this because of the technology that they use in their stores, and it was actually just very interesting. Oh. So I I feel like if 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 certain organizations would would do that, then then the more you I think that would be very helpful. Okay. I mean, I was it. I mean, like some kind of like. Uh, biometrics yeah some some way to, so we have we have things around um in certain like high-end parking structures or areas like which is some surveillance bullshit with things like that I can't get behind at the same time. right right absolutely uh, can't but walk this, through the store correct but at the same time too to have the convenience of not having to go to a register right and the system just knowing what you've taken out if Ralph, if for example, if Ralphs could mimic that, they tried, could, that, bro. That shit lasted seventeen minutes. No, they I had mean the they tried. Machine. They tried. Your clickety click. 
Yeah, they tried. They tried the self checkout. Walking and around with the uh, self checkout. Great. People yeah, and they did the, the phasers. First thing. You know when you check out yourself, people right. don't. People can't do that shit still, and that shit's a decade old. I don't think At it's least. that they can't do it. I just think I think part of what I think is yeah, difficult for some man. people is I think they just can't get over the fact that there's not a physical person there when um, they're checking out. That's, that's interesting. Out, like, so like they're not even trying for real. To correct. Shit out. They're like correct. I just need help. Can you help correct. me? I need correct. Help. Absolutely. Okay. I mean, that's, but that's in technology. And I mean, that's, that's in my field every day, all day. That's, it's not yeah. about, it, it, it ends up not being about the technology or the act of doing it. It's just the fact that they don't want to. And look, as long as you admit that to any person in technology, that's fine. We don't care. But you, but, but, but the second, you, like, the second you go, patient. oh, I've tried. And then it's like, no, you haven't. <laughs> you, yeah, like you would know. Yeah, you would know more than most because you deal specifically. And then, I mean, then there's things up. like, the, absolutely. And then there's things like Instacart um, mm. uh, that that does well, um, but it, I think the problem with Instacart is, is I've, I've tried it twice and it's a little, it's slight, ever so slightly more expensive than just going to the market. Is that uh, Instacart like Postmates for lazy folks? Um, well, Postmates is also for lazy fucks, but I mean, I use Postmates and you use Postmates, so fuck off. I know. On those days where, I'm just saying, on those days where you're calling yourself lazy I'm, too, I'm, I'm being a lazy fuck. I'm, okay, exactly. I'm, okay. I'm not immune. Fair enough. Fair enough. Feel me? Yeah. I'm just saying. Man, I'm, a hum- I'm a human um, being. <laughs> and then, no, but Instacart is like, I don't feel like driving to the yes, store. Yes. Yes, but exactly. Is it like Postmates type fees or is it like more reasonable? Um, like $19 well, for deliveries? It's, like, damn, I spent... No, so it's, 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 it's dependent on um, what you're purchasing. So whatever you're purchasing is kind of taxes it out and gives you your total and that kind of thing. There's a service charge um, for it, uh, for Instacart. What is, um, uh, what's Instacart's... Um, So their delivery fee. Um, so, for example, there, the, the main example they give is that it's one hundred thirty nine dollars is your total, right? So Instacart, Instacart automatically tax on six bucks. Oh, okay. um, so, which is then waived if you have the one hundred fifty dollar annual year membership, um, which saves a ten percent, which saves you ten percent or the service fee. Um, Okay. The the service fee is essentially a donation to Instacart so that they can keep using the service. Somewhat like the service fee for Postmates is the same thing for Postmates. Um, I understand why they do it, but if I can just go to Ralph's app, get my groceries, and have some, you know, high school senior or whatever bring out my groceries and put it in the back of my car and not have to pay the service fee or anything like that, that's great. Why would I not do that? Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Absolutely. It's really? You, you fucking like over with the music like that? Redundancy. Man, that was the the more you know chime. You see? Yeah. 
Uh, that's actually a shout out to you. Whenever you illuminate the world, that's the more you know very, and, and see and, and large <laughs> knowledge base of things in life. I'm shouting out my brother uh, from another mother, Spencer. Saying, dude. Um, I don't know. I mean, I mean. Okay, then I have a question for you. As someone who does dude. Postmates and, and and things like that, one, a lot. I think more people than anything have tackled the fact that it it's the money used to be great. It's not as great anymore. So oh, man, you got work punched in the face. Right. You got to work four times, five times as hard that you used to have to make the same amount. So the question to you is what from your perspective of having to go into the store or do or go into the McDonald's or whatever the hell and get the food, what, what if anything is, would make your job other than a monetary incentive? (laughs) Really? Yeah, just not doing it. Anymore. Okay, I mean, no, that, for that's, sure, but that's fair because it's it, it's just no way to the measures that they took to make sure that the the uh, independent contractors could right. do it relatively safely. Right, they've done. There's no other way. Really. Right, there's no there's no other incentivization for you to go out there and keep doing it, other than the fact that it's kind of like I can anyway. Right. So well, you know, I know you. Matter. I know you can't anyway directly to your situation, but I'm saying from a general perspective, like if, if, if I guess the point that I'm trying to make is if places like Instacart, Postmates, Grubhub, all that kind of stuff are trying to, trying to coerce and incentivize people to come and work for their, their, their things. I think you need to look, there needs to be right. One, which is why I'm asking. They need to factor, like, like when I used to do that stuff, they need to factor in these uh, companies the right. amount of risk that these human beings were not, they're not bots that go and pick up your shit and drop no, it off. No, it's an actual person. They're, they're Just people. like someone else would get hazard pay. Yeah. You need commensurate some, pay. Some type, some type of something you to need say to, that you they are. They need to are, be making more correct. money. Yeah, right. You're and it sucks shopping. going out to do this. Yeah. Right. It's in, it's inherently right. shitty to have to go and grocery shop for any fucking body. Right. And that part, like Instacart, I'm curious as to what they get paid to do what they do because it's garbage because you got people who never look at their phone, don't pay attention to the notifications. So I'm sure they spend hella time just wasting time standing in a grocery store, which is ground zero for this pandemic bullshit and fuckery already. So they're already in a hot zone in a hotbed for germs and shit, right? So they're already overly exposed. Not only that, they're waiting for a response. Look, they don't have the honeydews here. Did you want to check down and maybe do cantaloupe? Right. And you're waiting on a motherfucker who's right. in his fucking mansion in the hill and right. paying attention to shit. Right. You know what I'm saying? And so they're sitting there like a dummy right. waiting for this motherfucker to respond. So right. it's time for that. Uh, the risk that, you know, anyone who's doing that kind of gig economy work has, uh, has to undergo because they can't work from home. They're working from car and all right. kind of shit. It's right. bags being grabbed and you got to hope that the motherfucker who packaged that shit up, who works at the restaurant or whatever, had gloves on, didn't sneeze or cough on that shit, that does not drop some driplets on that shit. And then you got to remember to sanitize along the way in route. 
so that you're not passing nothing or absorbing anything. They right. don't know, but they need to be compensated for those risks. Right. And so one of one of the things that was really one of the things that was really interesting actually about this business insider um, article that focused more on the Instacart side of, of that stuff is like, I think the other thing that people don't realize is, is you like, for example, if somebody's going to spend an hour shopping for, you know, a dozen or so items for you at the grocery store, um, because you don't want to go and do it yourself or whatever, whatever your reasoning is, doesn't matter. Someone else is going to shop for you. Um, the tip is optional. However, that person just spent an hour and or so getting all your groceries and bringing it to your front door so that you don't have to do it yourself. It then behooves you to be a decent person and maybe give them a 15% tip, which is nice. The only problem with that is by using Instacart and having somebody else do it versus do it yourself is that you're paying $1,000 annually in tips, 15% on a weekly order of about 150 bucks. So you're literally paying someone $1,000 um, a year in tips to go to the grocery store for you versus doing it yourself. And I'm not saying that it's, I'm not saying that these people shouldn't get the tip if you are lazy enough and you are being a piece of shit to the point where you're just going to sit on your ass and not go to the grocery store and do it they deserve a tip and when i would say body correct when absolutely your work, right. absolutely correct i would say 15 percent's nice i would say 18 percent or 20 percent's better especially for the fact that they did what you didn't want to do you know mm-hmm. um, also they're again they are and there are other risks <laughs> in transport. Absolutely. You absolutely. can die along the fucking way. It's absolutely. You're not having to put your automobile on the line. You're not having to put your life on the line, your livelihood Correct. on the line. Well, and, and now stranger given the is. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. They're trying to get your, your Carl's Jr. to you alive. And that may or may not happen. Right. So one, the company can't pass the whole buck, right? The independent contractor. Um, the company that they're contracting with or under can't pass the whole buck onto the customer because, because they have to hope that, you know, the driver has to hope the contractor has to hope, right? These people don't think that they're a piece of shit aren't racist, aren't this, aren't that all right. these variables have to come into play or is right. a general good tipper hope. Because that's the crux, like that's the um, lion's share of their income. Right. Because these companies typically pay so poorly. Typically. Do pay right. so poorly. Right. Absolutely. Because it's like, well, well, you get to keep 100% of your tips. Nigga, that's if I do. Get right. tipped. That's right. That's, right. That's, <laughs> that's, if, that's if a normal, right. Because most of the time yeah. what happens is people are doing it out of the, out of the reason to be lazy. Yeah. So what they're doing is they're saying, I'm not going to go to the grocery store myself because I don't want to, and I'm going to have somebody else do it, but I wouldn't tip myself. So why am I going to tip somebody else? And when you know that you are automatically probably spending times too, especially on food with Uber Eats and like Postmates, like some, some shit like that. Yeah. I mean, you already know that you're about to spend $32 for $9 for, worth of shit yeah. already. 
Right. So the, yeah. you're counting your pockets because some people be struggling, but also right. lazy and, and, right. and they also order food and don't move. So they already have their ducks I mean, counted. I mean, I've, we've all done it. I mean, yeah, I, like we spent way too much. We feel stupid when we get the invoice. Like, damn, that was bad. right. And we're like, oh, damn, we're stupid. Damn, okay, thirty-two dollars. Okay, right. I only exactly. got eleven dollars in shit. I spent right. times three. Right. Damn. And then you're thinking about little homie. I still tip for sure because right. I know what it's like. Right. But I'm like, some people are like, man, shit's tight. I'm going to have to say sorry, sir. Thank you for your service, and they ain't right. about to. You know what I'm saying? Right. And so, so, you know. f- so for me, one of the things that um, I find they got to pay when hazard pay, like you're talking about, right? You know, hazard pay, but also in general, right? Respect what it is that they do for people who don't have the means to do it, the ability to do it, or the time. It's yeah. like, hey, you got to pay for that. You know what I'm saying? Right. But don't put the entire onus on the customer, the oh, business. No, that the, no, right? No. So it's like, no, they ought to tip, one, they ought to tip decently, and then two. Well, because uh, you're providing a service. It would, it, it would be polite for yeah. you to do so. And, and again, so, as, you, as, you, as you pointed out and said, like, you're doing the shit that they don't want to do. And, yes, we're lazy and we don't want to go out and do those things. But you know what? By having somebody else do it, you're now taking not only your time that you could have done it yourself, but you're now taking somebody else's time to go and do the shit that you don't want to do yourself. The least you can do is give them a tip. And then by not giving them a tip, not only did they make their $4 or whatever it was for that delivery, but they now wasted an hour and a half that they could have been doing to do something else. Getting other bags. And, right. Or, so now I, I spent an hour at this right. fucking grocery store waiting for, Hey, uh, they, they only have iceberg. Uh, there's no romaine left. So what should I do? And you, and then you're waiting 22 minutes for a response. Bitch, get out of here. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. I just, I don't know. So I, I, the tip side. Yeah. And then also these companies who have, you know, I don't know, 500,000 motherfuckers on the ground making their business worth Oh, you're damn. talking about, yeah, right, right, right. You need to pay these motherfuckers too so, so that they're not praying, hoping, and praying for these tips. Because not everybody got all that extra, but they will still place an order. So that way, no one's sweating nobody. It's like, no, nah, we're okay because what we do is a, it's a job. Like for some people, this is a job. Like this is a thing that they do and it's the primary source. Right. It, it, like it ain't no sad shit. Right. So, so you can't throw them sad, sad money. Like you got to allow them to be able to be able to afford some of the same creature comforts that someone else who does another thing and another line of work does. You know what I'm well, saying? I mean, I think, I, yeah. I think I'm, I think I'm a prime example of that. I'm the person that does another thing and, and completely opposite of what I guess most people would do. You know, mm-hmm. I'm an IT so for me, it's very different. Yeah, I have a nine to five. It's cush. It's you know, it's it's nice, but at the same time, too, you ain't got to hustle. Correct. Yeah. But at the same time, too, I also understand that, like, that. Yeah, I mean, I think people forget the fact that they they get to a certain level, I guess, in their career or in jobs or whatever, whatever it may be, and they kind of forget that that the people that are doing the services are the people that probably could use that 
assistance is the wrong word, but, but, but you use that extra acknowledgement, I guess, in, in a certain way where it's, it's, how do I say this? It's more We of, give a shit about you too. Like uh, you're not yes, just thank you. a Thank you. Yes. You absolutely. know what I'm saying? Thank because you. it thank kind you. of puts the gig worker in some sort of weird hierarchy where you're my delivery dude. You're my delivery person, my delivery boy. Like they well, put it's like them we're all 16 level. and work at that same pizza shop. Yeah. Like, you know, just the pizza boy, <laughs> you know what I'm right. saying? It's like, bro, that pizza boy might have a wife and kids. Well, and, and also and see, to eat. And the, right. like sometimes they're in a situation where they're down bad and they're all having to rely on this dude's income. I mean, I mean, I had, I mean, I had, I had a former coworker that, um, when all this happened, he got, he got let go from the company that he was at at that time and they closed their doors and they're not coming back. And guess what he's doing? He went from, yep. I think IT manager of a, like a small help desk or something like that. I think that that was what his role was. Um, he went from that to doing Postmates, you know? And so I think, I think people go, oh, well, he went to get a job. No, no, no. He, they're clearly not sponsors of this podcast, by the way, folks out there yeah. listening. <laughs> he, he clearly like went to go make ends meet and that's barely. And I know like the other thing that I'm going to bring up is like, I think a lot of people look at like the $600 extra, right? And they go, oh, well, you know, the, uh, you know, if, if you saved $600, that's a thousand dollars a week or whatever, whatever it was. Um, and then, and then you can put 250 bucks of that away and you still have what's left over and then you can pay your bill and all that kind of stuff. And then, oh, it's, oh, it's like this motherfucker's a certified public accountant now. Well, correct. Right. Counting and my then, beans? You don't know right. what the fuck I got going on. Well, that was, that was my point. My point yeah. was the fact that like, that you don't know what somebody else's nut is and to post something and say that the extra $600 um, kind of inflated and made what I would consider kind of the middle workers, like the, the $15 and out, like those type of people, like the Postmates people, um, it gave them an opportunity to make a larger income than they normally would have. Let me pause with, you right there real quick. Pause. Cause what you're saying is nice. Um, a lot of niggas ain't working at all. Well, and so people bring in like, yeah, like that little $15 a fucking hour job is gone, but the bills didn't stop. Well, of course you know not. Saying? Of so course not. That little $600 that, that people think are like is extra, that shit evaporates because there's already sh- uh, shit waiting in the wings. Well, I to mean, absorb that. Absolutely. And then, <laughs> and then I think the other thing is that people don't think about Whose lives like, have been ruined. Well, people don't think about the fact that, like, okay, this is going to sound kind of funny, but like, think about that, you know, IT manager, that dude that used to make, you know, $85,000, $90,000 a year. You know, he may have a wife and kids um, and he's probably got a much larger nut than, you know, the, the postmates dude, a lot larger. Maybe he does, maybe he doesn't. But the point being is that if he does that $3,000 that he makes, uh, you know, a, a month with the extra $600 of unemployment, people go, Oh, that's a lot of money. Yes, it is. But for someone who used to be making potentially combined with somebody else, seven, eight, you know, six, maybe, who knows? But I think a lot of people don't necessarily take into account that, yes, it, it, has, it has helped 
a lot of the lower wage workers kind of maybe save a little more money or just have a little, you know, and that's a great thing. But at the same time too, I mean, it also, and not just helping them either way, because you, you got to think a lot of people tend to, when their level of income increases for right. some reason or another, right. These goofy fucks go and spend it, increase the amount. So of they course. augment that's their lifestyle. So their life American. gets bigger. Yeah. So right. me, I would be doing, bro, I already got like my favorite restaurants in the tuck. So I'm not about to all of a sudden, like when I come go, up, start go try some Nobu, new shit. eating some bullshit at Nobu or something. When right. no, I'm going to go to my, I'm going to go over my Thai homies, you know, exotic Thai or whoever, shout out to them or now on nine. And I'm going to get my same yellow curry with the chicken. I'm going to have the same cool ass conversations with the employees because I love them and they love, you know, right. you know, and they love a brother back. Right. One of my same Mexican joint. Right. You know what I'm saying? I'm not about to get no yacht. It's a big ass boat. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, but what people do is they're struggling mightily because if they was making, you know, 200,000 a year or whatever they were making, right. You know, they got $200,000 a year bills because they kept getting shit and subscribing to shit. And so right. their lifestyle, they increased as right absolutely and that's so a lot of those motherfuckers are house poor you know house like house poor like yeah they are basically they're in a boat and it's got a hole in that bitch right and their whole their ability living way outside their means yeah like their ability to continue is just maintaining this uh you know this stability and so it's like i'm just I'm just bailing the water out. <laughs> right. Eventually, so, it's a sink if all things go south. And well, and, south. and and or if you don't realize, oh, it's sinking, I should probably yeah. you know, I assist, assist in, in getting it to, you know, so, patch the hole or some shit. May, maybe make do with four bedrooms instead of 14 or seven. You know right. what I'm saying? With all these right. fucking well, and that's And that's... Absolutely. And that's, and that's part of what I'm kind of saying that I find kind of interesting is that a lot of people are looking at it like that and saying, oh, you know, so-and-so has new shit because they were dumb and went out and bought stuff and, yeah, you know, like, whatever. Bro, and look, I, I 100% I agree. Now you just got a way bigger boat. Right. <laughs> oh, look. Oh, now you have a wave and a wave pool in the back of your house. Why do you have yeah, that? You know what I mean? Like, man, like just get a, a regular ass pool like everybody right. else and be cool. It's just, right. it just, it's right. just a or puddle don't wrapped have in a plastic. Pool. So, anyway, so or don't spend the money to create the pool in the backyard in the first place. Um, oh, it'd be hot. So, that's true. So, anyway, so I, I, I think, I think one of the things that's kind of interesting is that people tend to um, people tend to they, they look at one side of that situation so for example they'll look at the side that we just explained um, and then yo, yo you done eating? yeah I am why? oh well, alright hang on uh, um, let me out here so they They'll, I'm being distracted, sorry. They, um, they'll, they'll spend that money, they'll be frivolous, they'll be dumb, they'll not use the funds in the appropriate way. But then there's a lot of people, myself included, in this situation where we did, and not to toot my own horn, but we did very well 
um, outside of the corona. We made five, $6,000 or a month or more. So our nuts, as far as what our bills were, were a little larger than most people. So when my somebody says- It doesn't cost that much. Yeah, like my life, just how I live it just doesn't cost that much. <laughs> no, well, absolutely. Bills, but, but outside of the bills I have to pay, well, I didn't have anything. But I'm, 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 I'm talking about things like, you know, a mortgage payment and, and mm-hmm. utility costs and just the cost of living because it's, it's a different, you know, it's a home versus, uh, you know, a smaller apartment. Anyway, point being is, is that I think a lot of people are only focusing on the fact that people have gotten money, not that the people that maybe made more money also lost an income. In certain ways. Yeah, no, no, I know, I know that's where you were going. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, and look, I'm, I'm not to say that I'm not grateful. I'm incredibly grateful that I've gotten the opportunities that I've gotten and I've been able to do what I've been able to do. Um, but I also don't want people to think that like, oh, well, um, you know, uh, you, you all should be saving $250. Um, a month or a, a paycheck to be able to go ahead and do those things. And I think they're not paying attention or not, maybe not aware of the fact that there are some people that because they have a larger net, they don't have that money left over. Mm-hmm. There is nothing left for them to keep going with. So the analogy of, well, you can use that extra money to save yeah, it's like, may not be possible for some people. Yeah, like, this and that's no not additional, uh, Right, like stimulus money, like niggas, this economy stimulated. Hell, the fuck no. Well, right, right. and like, and see my fifty million my, unemployed motherfuckers. You think the economy's doing well? Well, no. right, and my and my problem right now is that like barely grocery money. My problem right now is that like my they reduced it to two hundred. By the way, they passed that new shit, or they're going to. We're thinking about it. The last I read, that was four hundred. It's like two hundred dollars. I hope I, I fucking hope that they at least went. You know what? That's dumb as fuck. Let's just split it in half. Make it three hundred, bro. I'm telling you, multiply that shit times four. That's four weeks. Then you get what the fuck you got coming in. If you got zero coming in, what you want to have coming in a month on top of what you got coming in, and that just still ain't enough, especially for a motherfucker in Los Angeles, California. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. So. Yeah. So anyways, anyways, it was just, it was, this it, was just it was it was very interesting. It's 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 a lot of things are changing, a lot of things are very different. And I think I think I think if we all kind of paid more attention to the larger picture and and potentially were a little more open to seeing both sides of the of the quarter essentially, I feel like yeah. maybe we would we would have a different perspective, but I think that's really hard because people, people are dumb people, as fuck. People are yeah. Ghost of Tsushima, baby boy. Ghost okay. of Tsushima. So right now, I am in Seamless Segway champion of 2020. Monkey D. Trevante in the house. Okay, so uh, right now, now don't be spoiling shit. Now you said everyone's adventure is different, but there's um, people in my background. I'm well aware. Yeah, I, I was like, what the hell? Uh, I'm in the violet crown and i'm searched so i'm on a mystic quest and i'm about to procure the legendary the bow armor of tayadori 
Coyote. So I went I, I went to the I joint. That's how you say it. Got in a fist fight with the one bride. You know what I'm saying? Be right. her to fuck up. I don't right. condone violence against women, but be her to fuck up because she brought the sword to my neck. Right. Does it her off. She was like, hey, bro, respect. Uh, but go that way. Way the fuck south. So now I'm going to do that tonight. I'm going to travel south. Basically put me back on track. Because mm. I spent about 50, 11 hours doing side quests. 50, 11. 50, 11. So that's what me and Chuck say, like 50, 11 hours. So doing side quests to right. become a savage, a savage of the Budo. I'm right. dope as fuck right now. So now so I have, I'm going south. And I, it, so it's going to lead me right into Taka, the blacksmith, who Eunice okay. brother. So I... So I'm, 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 I'm done with the story of the game. Um, it's absolutely amazing. I have two more of the mystic quests to do, and I think both of those are armor quests. Mm-hmm. Um, I have to upgrade my katana, like two more slots. And I have to upgrade the bow a shit ton. And then I have to upgrade. Uh, there's, there's a lot of upgrades. There's so a lot of so shit many. Yeah. in this game that I'm like, as I'm playing and I'm going, damn, fuck, there's a, there's a lot of different like intricate little things and you're like, shit, do I get this one first? Or do yeah. I get this one first? Well, I like this one, but then this one looks like it like is better, you know? Because everyone samurai is going to be radically different from the other person. It's going to be based on their personality, how they themselves like to fight. Yep. It's just like an NBA 2K where you have a build. Right. Someone might be a power dude. One might be super finesse, and he's like slicing next. One's like a ninja, and right. just like uh, be like slashing. And so, uh, right, Tonto was really dope. Right, you know what I'm saying, and so that Tonto right. was super quiet, and they can get rid of you super fast. Or and some right. are just like standoff, bitch. Pull up, your best dude. Bring his right. bitch ass on. Let's go. Right. And just right. destroying the whole village. You know what I'm saying? And I do. I hover between the two. Sometimes I'm not trying to do all of that because it's like, man, there's dudes up there in the post, down there, all around the perimeter, right. and then right. in the center. I'm like, I'm going to knock out the perimeter. No one's going to know. Right. And then I move into the interior once I know that it's just a few dudes left. Right. And then I do it that way. But oftentimes, if it's a small outfit on the outskirts, right. Right. I'm just blowing right through them. Pause. Right. Right. Yeah. I mean, and that's, and that's most of the case with how I'm playing too. One of the things that I found kind of really interesting is I have the deluxe edition. Um, oh yeah, me too. Mm-hmm. So I have the, the, um, I think it's, I think it's the legend of Tsushima or whatever. It's this, it's, it's this armor that's like blue and white and it's like samurai kind of looking or the hero <laughs> of Tsushima. It's kind of cool. Samurai kind of um, I don't know. Um, I mean, you are a samurai, so. So, and then there's then there's an armor kind of later towards the game that's like kind of more ninja esque. Um, okay. That's really dope. Um, and then there's also like kind of, I just found out there's these interesting like kind of little side things where there's a white dye armor or a black dye armor. So, or or or, yeah, or black or, might be it. So because I what, thought about wearing lighter colors, I'm like, bro, I'm always covered in mud and blood. Well, so one of the things that's really interesting <laughs> so. is that I noticed that there are certain there are certain outfits that if you have it, you can make it white. There's certain ones that you can make it black, but mm-hmm. you can't choose. Like you couldn't go to like 
whatever armor you wanted and make that that color they don't oh, let you it's like, like it's the specific R- the rgb pops up and it goes mini, 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 like no no, no. Points, this is like no, customization this is, like that no this is more of a person um that's in the game it's an npc that you walk up to and they'll either dye your armor white or they'll dye it black um or pure white or pure black and um you can go up to them and when you go to the menu, the menu only gives you an option for the ones that that he is allowed to upgrade, meaning he just can't upgrade and change all of your armor sets, every single one, to black. There's only a few. Just like there's only a few white ones that he that the other guy could do. So it's just that's the beauty of this game, right? It's interesting. So it gives you more because you know what that means. It's like, oh, okay, but I want to be able to do more customization things. I want to be able to choose a different color. Well, play some more of the game. Enjoy some more of the journey. Do some more quests. Get your motherfucker stronger. Get this. Do that. Help this person. Yeah. You know how to do it because you being a citizen of this world is your currency. You know what I'm yeah. saying? I mean, it just the, the, the yeah. game is just really, really well done. There's a few little things that like piss me off but it's fine um i'm just enjoying i'm just enjoying i'm not no, even it's, looking it's, at it like it's, no it's great no it's great it's like, i mean and oh, i know and i know you and i are going to play later and talk while we're doing that shit anyway yeah it's just one of the um, best days i've ever yeah it's just it is i'm only it, like seven percent so i've done so many side quests right that's what that you said you i'm said only seven percent right into the store, like right. into the thing per the thing on PS4. You know, I tells you um, how many trophies and shit you doing was basically story based. Right. That excited me because I'm like, my dude, man, is really coming along in a major way. Right. So he's going to be kind of OP. Right. When he's fighting these fools because I'm so right. early in the story itself. Mm-hmm. I'm super excited about that. Mm-hmm. I'm hyped. Well, I don't know. I think. I think some of the times I think um, I think certain games kind of like are very good at kind of sucking you in, and this is one of those where I just I I, I mean I told you I bought it. I resisted. It. I, I bought resist. it. I bought it. I texted Chuck, mm. and I was like, "Bro, bro, so good." Like... And Chuck and Chuck and Chuck goes, "I know. Did you tell Did you tell Vonti about it?" And I was like, "No." And he goes, well, I already talked to him about it. And I told him he needs to go get it. But I was like, oh, where are you? And then we just went on this whole tangent. And it's just, <laughs> it's funny because when even Chuck and I had, or I made a comment as Chuck was talking and he agreed at the end, which was kind of like a lot of games today are, don't kind of have that effect that certain oh. games back only a few back games in the, in the day history did. of our life. And it's nice to have one of those. Right. Like, I was trying to compare it to, like, you know, a, a super saying how, you know, back in the DBZ storyline. Right. They only came about once every 10,000 years. Right. Would be the window of time. Right. Where you start seeing super saiyans. And right. then yep. after that window closes, you stop. Right. That never happened, of course. But um, plus, they never told you when that window would close. But they said, well, 10,000 years has uh, passed. And so now, yeah, you're going to start seeing motherfuckers with blonde hair and green eyes for a while. Right. And then it's going to shut back off cosmically. It's kind of the same thing how I haven't felt this way about a thing, man, since like Final Fantasy. 
right. seven and eight. Right. Seven, seven more specifically, even though right. I'm eight. Right. You know, it's been that long since I felt this way. Right. And it's I mean, super refreshing. Yeah. I mean, I, I've, I've thoroughly enjoyed kind of the fact that like, that absolutely that, that this game is very, um, it sucks you in and you're very consumed in its world. Your emotions, and it's, man. Right. And right. the relationships and, and I think, the culture, like Japanese culture. Right. And you have like... Um, right. And then, and then what happens is somebody like me goes off on like a two-hour tangent and wants to learn about samurai and ninja and like what happened. I mean, I remember what happened with the Mongols, but like in more detail, you know, like... It read just, the book of the Five Rings by... I have. Miyamoto Masashi. Yeah. Like, I have. And so now you're like, I'm literally living out right. uh, everything right. that Musashi Miyamoto was talking right. about. Right. Like, oh you, my God, this is so cool. And, and you're understanding right. right-mindedness and all right. kinds of shit, bro. Right. And the music, the score, right. Right. all of it envelops you. And then you have this contrast, the stark contrast between peace and absolute right. war. And so the right. game is beautiful all the way through. Right. But it doesn't have to be nighttime to horrify you. Right. Because you're just walking and it's in the, like you're in a beautiful meadow with flowers right. and shit, collecting right. bamboo and shit. Mm-hmm. And then like, like you go to, like you follow a, um, a yeah, yellow, you get lost in its a guide bird. Yeah. yeah but, like you walk by and it's beautiful and it's daytime. You see uh, like the, the trees and the, right, the leaves and creating rays. Right. right. But then you walk by heads on a pike. Right. And you're like, oh, shit. Blood, like blood on the ground, blood in the dirt, bodies everywhere around you. Right. It's an immediate contrast. It's like, no, nah, right. motherfucker. Yes, it's beautiful, but it, it's also hideous. Look at this right. world. Right. You know? Right. Yeah, it's just, I don't know. It's, it's a very interesting kind of thing to me. And I, I don't know, it was just fascinating to me. I mean, I, it's been a long time since I've played a game that sucked me in like that. And it's it's nice that you know this is it because this is one of this is i think it's the last ps4 um like exclusive ps4 game other than like some another game that'll come out christmas or whatever but um it's an exclusive ps4 game that it's the last game that they're doing for this console generation i have to say they went out they went out with a bang it was it's a great game like shout out to sucker punch yeah, it's a great game. And there's a bunch of like Sly Cooper references in there that are pretty funny. And they've got, there's like a, I think it's a, it's a headband. It's a headband um, that is the Sly Cooper logo with the gold, like, oh, shit. yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, <laughs> I never so, played. So that was a PS2 game. That was a PS2 game. That was, that was one never of the ps Sly Cooper, biggest, man. that was one of the big, PS2's biggest like things was Sly Cooper. It was um, along the same lines of like, uh. I Jack think there's four of them. Let me, actually, like a Jack and Daxter. Um, not the same yeah, game, but in that of. vein, like that action, kind comedy of comedy action adventure, like Conquers Bad Fur Day, but not as bizarre. So Sly Cooper came out in September of 2002, and the last game was February 5th of 2013. Mm-hmm. Um, and so there are, uh, let me see. There are how many games? One, two, three. There are four games. Yeah, so there are four games of this of this franchise. Um, and I have to tell you, I played one funny enough the other day, and it's still fun. Mm. Like it looks like shit, but it's still fun. <laughs> <laughs> They'll be the best games sometimes. Like I'm telling you, 
uh, ask, ask Chuck, growing up, like my, fa- my favorite game, party game, me, Chuck, Alan, Adrian, like yeah, yeah. up the street, Plus. we used to play Poi Poi. They oh, always God. found these bizarre games that were like from Japan, but right, they used right. to find the greatest like party games. Bucks. Yeah, like they would find the best party games of all time. Like they would go to Funko right. Land and find this shit. Right. Poi Poi, I've been looking for ever since, man. It's one of the most fun games. I don't give a shit about the graphics. I would play that shit right. today. Right. One of the best games I ever played in my life. Fun. Yeah, I mean, I don't know, dude. I think, I think it's really interesting, and I think a lot of people, um, I think a lot of people kind of, I don't know. I think, I think certain people kind of look at video games and it's like don't really care, don't give a shit, kind of like my girlfriend, but um, or like probably most of our parents, but I think. I think video games is a really kind of fascinating medium to kind of get lost in worlds that you can't anymore. I mean, like, you can't go to feudal Japan like that. Yeah, you want to, like, read a book or watch a movie, sure. But to be interactive in, in, a, in, a, in a fleshed out environment is a very, even though it is my kind of two-dimensional, meaning it is on a screen and I am, like, looking at the screen. Bro, I'm, still in, I'm still enveloped in the world. I have surround sound. Absolutely, right. And that's the other, bro, right. I'm there. Right. I'm faded with my headphones on. Faded is a keyword. Bro, faded. I'm all the way there. I am in there. I'm, I am inside of there. Are you in there, Doc? I am in there. I yeah. am inside of there. I know. <laughs> I know. You know what I'm saying? I am in I the know. zone. I know. You know, and the timing was so important to my life. Right. And I'm sure to yours. Like like oh, you absolutely. just mentioned, there's nothing like, especially in quarantine and lockdown, to be some fucking place else. I get to go to Japan whenever I want. Feudal right. Japan. Right. All substantiated by this book. Two yeah. books. The Book I of mean, the Five Rings and then this other one I read. I, I mean, the title it, right now, but I like just, it. It's, it's, it's a... Happy. It's a really good um, game, and then just it's it's a nice envelopment into that world that I think normally otherwise I wouldn't have been able to go to. And it's kind of, it's cool, yeah. you know. It's not necessarily a hundred percent historically accurate, but that's fine because it's not. <laughs> but I don't know, dude. It's it's nice. I, I really don't. I don't have. I don't know. There's nothing bad that I can ever say about it. There's a couple scenes. There's a couple scenes in that game where except I'm like, for that snooty damn. shit you just said. Oh, snooty well, ass comments. And I'm just. There are, dude. Okay, there are like there are a couple issues and glitches that like are annoying, but you come whatever. Right out of a comic book. That's a damn shame. I have a bad feeling about this. <laughs> so, so, I don't know. It's just. It's just. It's just I don't know, whatever, but I I love the game, um, yeah. and then I I like, um, I like kind of as you like upgrade your upgrade, you know, um, uh, uh, Sakai, as you upgrade him, like you can tell, like cool, I can one shot some dude with an arrow, like mm-hmm. dope, or like, you know, you can uh you can, um, like stand off and kill two people at once. Um, so I made sure I made that a part of my dude's build. Yeah. 
because right off the jump, I got motherfuckers horrified. Like, did he just do, he did what? <laughs> yeah, and then, and then they like freak out and like fucks up drop their whole to approach. the floor and then you can go up and just go. Like, he just did what? That's, yeah. I wanted that effect. I want no, motherfuckers yeah. to know like, yeah, you see how Sheen swanged? Yeah. It's, two, two of you folks, it's, it's about to be chitty chitty bang bang. It's crazy. Mm, yeah. It's uh it's I'm trying to get rid of that motherfucking uh nah, bro. family feud buzzer bullshit. <laughs> it's um it's just I don't know, it's 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 really interesting. I I I highly recommend it. Um if anyone hasn't picked it up or got it or it's 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 fantastic. Yeah. Uh, and I and I I mean and I get codes for games all the time. I mean, because I stream and do that kind of stuff. So mm-hmm. I'm used to kind of like playing that stuff. Um, I, I, I loved Fortnite when it was out. It was great. Uh, it's gotten real old real quick. Um, It'd be like that. You know, Overwatch was fantastic for a long while. CSGO is still great. By the um, way, folks, this is one of my best friends in the world, the incomparable Spencer Frankel. Who also has a podcast and shit. Shout your shit out, man. Uh, you're at socials and shit. Uh, and then we're going to get on this game here in a couple of hours. So it's going to be uh, Ventrilo wins um, at um, Twitch for right now and then probably moving to YouTube uh, soon. Um, okay. I've had a couple issues. That? What? How do, how do you spell oh, Ventrilo wins? V- no one's ever heard that shit before in their lives. <laughs> V-E-N-T-R-I-L-L-O-W-I-N-Z. Um, and that's at Instagram and at uh, at Twitter as well. Okay. Um, so yeah, so I, I do stream. Um, uh, it's I'm a nerd, so I do it anyway. It's fun. Um, but there there hasn't been a lot of games that, like I've really this past year or even this year have gone. It's oh, all yeah, about goals, baby boy. It's really great. We ain't about to talk um, about no other bullshit but goals. I mean, there's there's you know there's like Spider Man and shit like that, but those are all. PS4. Um, there's one game actually called Void Bastards um, that was quirky and kind of fun. Um, but again, I don't think games are designed in the same way with that same longevity that they used to. Mm-hmm. So, everybody subscribe. Everybody set your notifications to let a motherfucker know so that right. when I drop the next episode, including this one, you automatically get it. You can automatically enjoy it. Yep. Also, you can email me any kind of content, inquiries, you name it, all that shit and whatnot at imeanpod.com because the name of the uh, the podcast is I Mean. I Mean. It's three A's. I-M-E-A-A-A. That's it. Simple as that. Imeanpod at gmail.com. Holla at us. And we out. And I'll see y'all soon. Uh, st- uh, yeah, so subscribe and all that shit. Leave a five star sterling review because the algorithms need to be jumping, babies. All right, peace, Spencer. Peace thank out, guys. you so much. You're very welcome. I love you, brother. You love you too, man. Have a great rest of your day. Hey, you do the same. Peace. <laughs>